welcome to today's episode of the Heaven and Hell podcast. I am your host, Elle Edwards, founder of the Itchy Soul Playground and Yuya. All this week we are exploring the theme, waiting, which is ironic. Those of you who've known me for a little while know that I have not always been the most patient of people. Uh, it is a skill which I like to I like to practice daily. I'm given opportunities to practice daily. One of those things is particularly, I am somebody who gets very easily excited. I might have hidden it well, but you know, it is, I get excited by all of the things. So those times when you have these promises that you're waiting on, and we're thinking particularly, you know, we explored yesterday those promises from God. And I should say as well, if you haven't seen yesterday's episode, I would highly recommend that you go back uh, because this one really does build from there. Yesterday we explored the idea of promises from God's perspective and looked at God's timing, which he reminded me yesterday is not slow. From God's perspective, those promises are done and it's now about us having to wait and move and take action, which is Friday's episode, Thursday's episode, uh, and, and, and walk those promises out to bring them from, from God's perspective into the, into the physical, natural world around us. That was yesterday. Today then, those times when you're waiting on answers. I... I was pondering on this last night and uh, was thinking, okay, God, because a behind the scenes um, look at this, the way that these podcast episodes come to be. Sunday afternoon, I was like, okay, Holy Spirit, what's the theme for the podcast next week? And immediately I heard waiting. And as I told you yesterday, I was like, hmm, that's not very exciting. What can we possibly explore? And he went, do this, do this, do this, do this. And what we had initially were just names, titles for podcast episodes. I'm like, okay. So I wrote them down, but I didn't really know where we were going. And so I was then yesterday, okay, Holy Spirit, what about uh, what about answers is it that you're trying to remind us of? What is the, what's the piece that you want us to focus on today? And if you've read the show notes that accompanies this episode, you'll know already where we're going to go with this. This is about the IER in UEA. So if you're brand new around here uh, and you, ha- you haven't heard me explore this before, a number of months ago, I think it was about February, March time, uh, Holy Spirit nudged me, because I've been using this word Yuya for seven, eight years, uh, when I first came ac- after I first came across it in a John Ortberg book. Uh, that's another whole story, actually, but which we'll tell another time. <laughs> but a few months ago, Holy Spirit said, okay, you like words, ask me for an acronym for Yuya. I said, okay then, could I have an acronym for you, you please? Because, you know, if, if God nudges you to ask a question, it's usually a good idea to ask it. Uh, and he said, yes, of course I will. What a great question, Elle. I said, thank you very much. And he said, Yuya is you plus intentional expectant relationship. I said, hmm, what do you mean? And the you piece is you being you, fall to the tops with God's love, stepping forward, being who he created you to be. That's the easy piece. You know, for the longest time I said, you here is about you being you. I didn't have the IER. And the IER part is vital because we can spend a whole lifetime, you know, figuring out who are we? Who did God create us to be? But if we miss out on the IER part, we're really missing out on the absolute joy and delight of what it means to be fully alive and fully human. Because the IER, intentional, expectant, relationship, intentional, stepping into today, uh, having those conversations with God, expectant, expecting to hear from him. And that is where we're going in this episode today for those times when you're waiting on answers. And then relationship, doing life day by day with God. But it's that expectant piece which Holy Spirit was highlighting uh, to me and having me highlight to you today. Those times when you're feeling like, okay, God, I need the answers. 
I'm here to say with love today, offer to you with love today, have you asked him? If there are things that you feel like you're waiting on answers for, there's all these things, God, that I don't know. Ask him. Ask him, expecting him to answer you, expecting a reply. I, I've shared with you before, for the longest time, I, yes, I would get nudges from God and those experiences of reading the Bible and, and words jumping off the page or somebody saying something and it's sort of like landing somewhere in my spirit and then somebody saying something up and like, hmm, you know, when, when you hear the same thing two or three times, you're like, oh, okay, God, are you trying to get my attention around this thing? And, and I've had those experiences for years and years and years. It wasn't until a couple of years ago where I, uh, in fact, no, more recently than that, about 18 months ago, as a, as a result of a writing exercise on a course that God led me to be on, it was the first time uh, I actually started writing in my journal with God. Prior to that, December 2019 was the very first time I asked God a question uh, and wrote and asked a question expecting to hear an answer. So if, as I, I explore this, and now I feel like it feels like I've been having these, these conversations with God forever. But just be encouraged because if you're somebody who's like, eh, I don't know about this, this is a bit like new and different to what I grew up with or feels uncertain, be encouraged that it's it's still relatively new to me too. But I almost feel like it's like now that now that God has opened my ears to to hear from him, it's like he can't close them again. You know, and stepping into today, expecting to hear, expecting those answers. So if there is something very specific that you are waiting on God for an answer to ask him. Ask him, expecting an answer. There is the side note to this, of course, that the answer will not always be what you hope it might be. It won't always be what you think it's going to be. I can think of a number of examples, even from the last week, where I've stepped into a situation and gone, hmm, I've imagined how I thought it would play out, but I've said, okay, God, have this go, have, you know, what is your best? Because that's all God's will really is. It's God's best for us. In sort of churchy circles, we get hung up on this idea of walking in the will of God, and it sounds very serious. And that is, it is serious. You know, God, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. But really, I, I don't, I try, I tend to avoid using that expression, God's will, because uh, it, it feels almost, uh, like we're sort of like being controlled or like we're these puppets. And actually this is about relationship. This is invitations. And this is about God's best for you. So I stepped into that situation going, okay, this is how I imagine this is going to play out, but really let's have this be your best. And it played out differently to how I anticipated it would. The answer was different to what I was expecting, but I did expect an answer and I did get an answer. And so this is about asking the questions uh, and then expecting an answer. And then the slightly more challenging part then is when you get the answer, if the answer isn't what you were hoping for is or isn't what you were expecting, if the answer is wait or not yet, you know, because sometimes the waiting and the not yet can be more difficult than the no. If you ask God a question, okay, is it your best for me that I do X, Y, and Z? And the answer is no. You're like, okay. You might take some time to mentally adjust to that. But if the answer's yes, but not yet, or yes, but you're to wait, that actually can be more difficult. But the beautiful, delightful, wonderful thing is that you don't have to kind of willpower your way to coping with this and going, oh, I'm going to try really hard to accept this as God's best for me. No, because if it feels difficult, you can talk to God about that too. 
the the key piece to all of this is to keep on talking to him keep on engaging him in that relationship because he loves you so so much that's why we bang on about god's love so much that's the piece that underpins all of this you can't step into today asking god questions if you don't ultimately know that you that if you don't ultimately love him and know that you are loved by him and that you can trust him so that's the other piece of this which i didn't realize we were going to kind of touch on today but for those people maybe who follow along who go hmm I'm not sure do you believe that ultimately God has got his best in mind for you because we have this picture I say we I can speak only for myself growing up in the church you know my, my, my parents are both Christian so I went to church from a young age uh, you know Sunday school all the rest of it prayed the prayer when I was 12 as I've shared with you before my real relationship with God didn't start until my 20s when I started walking this out and getting to know him for myself as an adult but when you grow up in the church uh, depending upon which which denomination you get you will get different versions of how God wants to be known some of you following along will know it's one of my bugbears and I do and I will say it again God is on is is ready for a revival of how he wants to be known by us and that revival is centered around his love his care his provision you know Genesis 17 I think it is uh, when he introduces himself to, to Abraham as El Shaddai Hebrew is a relational language and yes that El Shaddai means we translate it in English as all-powerful but actually what because it's a relational language God is describing himself as all-powerful in relation to Abraham so I'm all-powerful in my love for you I'm all-powerful in my provision I'm all-powerful in the way I show up and care for you and so God is ready to to and he's already doing it you know it's not like he hadn't done it yet and, and we see whispers of this of course throughout history it's not like God's love has been hidden away until now but I I do keep hearing very very strongly that God is ready for a revival of how he is known by people and it is centered around his love and so you cannot step into the intentional expectant relationship piece until you know just how loved you are and that of course you know how do we know that we are loved Jesus is the answer to that. You know, everything that Jesus went through on the cross is God going, this is how much I love you. You human beings need a physical, actual representation of how much I love you. This is it. There is nothing that will separate me from, uh, from, from my love for you. And so I would really encourage you, if you're somebody who doesn't know yet, you're not sure, start there. That piece is even more important than just asking the questions. I mean, the very first question could be, okay, God, can I trust you? You know, but explore that piece and just know that any whispers that you get that you can't possibly say that out loud, those are lies. You know, the devil loves to stop you from talking to God. His his sole purpose is to separate as many of God's children from him as possible. So any whisper that he can give you that makes you feel like you can't possibly share this thing with God, you can't possibly say it out loud because, you know, there is nothing. The truth is there is nothing that you can explore with God that he can't hear. He has the broadest shoulders in the world and the biggest love in the world and loves you so, so much. There's nothing that you can explore with him that will stop him from loving you. He's going to keep on loving you, even if you don't want him to. So start there. For those people who are like, oh, I don't, I'm not sure, start there. So it's almost like this episode is for two two different groups of people. Those people who, who maybe thought they were waiting on answers from God, but actually are not even sure if God's got their back, start there. And for those of you who know that you trust God, 
Ask him those questions. Remember, you don't need to be afraid of the answers, even when the answers are not what you're expecting. You know, because you know that he, he, you can trust him and he's got your back, you can ask those questions and have those answers. And even when they don't make sense, or if they don't make sense, because sometimes the answers will be great and you'll be like, wow, thank you, God, that's amazing. But those times when those answers don't make sense, take those back to him as well. All of this is about you stepping into that intentional, expectant relationship. That's what it really means for you to be you here, fully alive, fully human. And of course, you're going to hear me say this many times until the 29th. If you don't have a safe space uh, where you can explore this, because some of this stuff is countercultural. We explore stuff that, you know, you wouldn't even necessarily want to say out loud in church because otherwise, you know, they might fear for your soul. Uh, the, the Itchy Soul Playground is that safe space where you can do community. We are coming together. We've actually got, a, we're, we're moving from version one to version two. All that means is we're, we're changing how we, how we have our, our, our get-togethers. Uh, so we're having a graduation party, is what I'm calling it, uh, next Wednesday, the 25th of uh, August. So if you join us before then, you can come and join the graduation party and be part of the celebration of everything that God has done up until now. And then on Sunday, the 29th, we're having our first one-day event on Zoom, doesn't matter where in the world you're joining us. I know because of time difference, it might be the middle of the night for some people and it might be late in the evening for others, uh, but it starts at 9.30 a.m. UK time. Uh, and So I would really encourage you, ask God. You know, it's, it's easy for me to go, oh, you know, you should do it, it's great. I love it, it is great. I feel so honoured and privileged that I get to do life and get to do this. But God knows what, he, he knows his best for you. So maybe you're somebody who's been around a little while and you're like, mm, yeah, I've heard Al mention this itchy soul playground. Don't know if it's for me or not. Ask him. You know, we are we are centered on on doing life with God. There's a page now which uh, I wrote with Holy Spirit last week, which sets out, you know, our starting point in terms of these are the things that we believe. But really, this is about exploring that. There might be some people who come into the playground who are like, I don't really know what I believe. That's okay. You know, we can do this from this starting point of, okay, well, this is what we believe. This is where we're coming from. And, and let's explore those questions together. That's really what this is about. But I will pop in the show notes, um, the link to that faith page as well, where you can get a, a sense of who we are and, and what, what it's about. But more than anything, I would encourage you, if you're getting that stirring, that niggling, that nudge to, to consider the playground, or maybe you've looked at the page several times and gone, mm, I don't know, ask God. Ask him expecting an answer. Where you can do that is uia.com forward slash join. Uh, I shall be back tomorrow, same time, same place, 9 a.m. UK time. In the meantime, have yourself a wonderful day. I shall see you tomorrow. Take care. Bye-bye.